Um, hey, listen, we're on our final week of our Cultivate series. So if this is oh. your first week, you need to go back and watch the previous eight weeks um, because we started a series eight weeks ago where we talked about, uh, where we started talking about discipleship and how we might um, how we might use the analogy of growing a, uh, something, a plant from seed to maturity and how we might use that in terms of talking about discipleship. And we're going to go yeah. through the list of what we talked about uh, in, in a little while. Um, but this week, we're on week number nine, our final week. Yay! That's gone quick. Uh, wow. It's gone quick. Um, and, <laughs> and so number nine uh, is hardening off outside. So the, those plants, you're going to harden them off outside. Um, and... That means that the young plants need acclimatizing to new surroundings outside of the greenhouse. Life is tougher and harsher and they need to be prepared. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But we're just going to just have a little think about last week as well. Last week, um, we what did we talk about last week? We talked about circulating the air. So... Um, so exposing ourselves to other ways of um, seeing things and other thinking um, and um, yeah, being in environments where that is promoted. Yeah, and that kind of prompted someone to send us an email about something that they had been writing down in their own personal journals about discipleship. And in fact, mm. this what they've been writing down is prior to our, our whole conversation about discipleship. So um, it just... I don't know, something last week just prompted them to pick this out and send it to us. A little bit of what they said was, are you ready for this? It's all good stuff and it'll make you think. At one time, discipleship was a big part of our language and practical call. Where's it gone? How does it apply in our current looser mode of church? Uh, Or is it wider? I kind of want to know what you mean by looser mode, but we'll we'll move on. Is it wider? We live in a time where people are taught to think more independently, to be more self-defining. The master-servant, teacher-student relationships have been dissolving. Uh, Life in the West is more egalitarian, in other words, equal. Uh, uh, Study is more self-directed, especially in the digital age of online resources. Mm. Uh, And this implies that our discipling is, first of all, relationship-based rather than structural. Hierarchy is out. Secondly, it draw it springs from draw rather than direct. Uh, does my authority come from demonstrable character gift, knowledge and skills, example and authenticity? Servanthood, for example. How can I actively foster those qualities in myself? So just before we go on talking about hardening plants, <laughs> before they're moving outside and how that uh, um, applies to discipleship, give me some of your thoughts on, on what is a lot of cool stuff and a lot of you know, interesting questions, and we could probably do a whole new series about it. But just based on this, what, what, give me some of your thoughts. Mm. I really agree with um, what this gentleman has said about, um, you know, being kind of like uh, very independent. Um, certainly in the West we are and, and kind of self-directed and self-defining and kind of self-taught and, um, you know, not not needing uh, other people as much. Mm. I mean, I think about. It can make um, you feel like you don't need anybody else because you can get all Which that is info. actually dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for instance, I'm doing some online study at the moment, and I have, aside from um, maybe if I might be stuck on something or just need a little bit of clarification, I may um, contact them about that. But otherwise, I don't actually have any interaction with no. a, a, an online tutor. 
So, um, you know, I think with discipleship, yes, I really agree with this. It's relationship-based. It has to be because of the nature of it. How, how, um, how, how much are you going to expose yourself to the other person? How much are you going to, you know, you're giving them your heart, aren't you? And they're, they're holding it yeah. gently in their hands. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't seek out a discipleship relationship with, with uh, something, you know, somebody who's a tutor on an online course, for instance, you know. Um, and But I, I think that, yes, it's, it's less... Stru- it's not structural, mm. um, but we have. To, it means we have to be so intentional yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about actually those discipling relationships. Who's discipling us? Who are we discipling? And prioritizing that because we do live. Okay, our lives m- might not might look a bit different in this time of COVID, but we live busy lives. Um, we're mentally, emotionally, physically busy. So we have to prioritise mm. those those relationships. And it doesn't mean that we are um, structurally making those, uh, saying, you know, this needs to happen now and this needs to happen and this needs to happen. It's creating the space for those to organically happen. Mm. But if we don't do that, they won't. Yeah, yeah. If we don't make yeah. space, they won't, yeah. they won't happen. Um, my kind of feedback on, on this, and, and maybe, uh, maybe it's kind of important it just got me thinking rather than actually being said in this statement is is that um, discipleship is much more than just mentorship. I very much have a, a box that I put mentorship in a box that I put discipleship in. Now maybe there's there's, there's crossovers in a little yeah. bit, but kind of mentoring, you, you, you can, you can, you can um, employ people to be your mentor. You can pay for courses to go on where they will mentor you about certain aspects of your life, certain aspects of your work, certain mm. aspects of your parenting. Um, and, you know, that's not discipleship. That's, that's, that's just good life hacks, <laughs> how to organize your time. I think discipling for me has a much deeper, more spiritual basis, a much more Christian basis. You know, when I thought about mm. discipling before I became a Christian, somebody said discipleship, I think of the famous disciples of Jesus. You know, it was about, that, was, that was what it was all about. And, and that's what it all about. It, it is about, it's about something about grow, helping you grow you know, to maturity in your faith, about helping you work through issues of the heart, uh, which mm. I think can mm. go much deeper than mentoring. Again, I'm not saying that those two things can't have a crossover, but there's a difference. And so in other words, yeah. I don't think you can be discipled by just anybody out there. I don't think you can, you can be discipled by your neighbor or your work colleague. They might be able to mentor you in certain areas of your life. But I think applying, for me, applying discipleship to that just says, no, that's devaluing what we're saying about discipleship. There's, it's, it's, it's key, it's core, and it's important as a Christian. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. He didn't say, go and be mentors to lots of different people. So for me, something quite significant about that. And that's kind of what I, what I draw, at least what I started thinking about uh, when, when, I, when I read what had been written here. So that said, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Mm, you know, have a little think yourself. Let us know yeah. if, if you've got time to, to write those down now. Um, anyway, so let's... Number nine. Number nine. We're going to talk about this hardening off uh, before you move your plants outside. Um, and and that, I think just to remind you, it says here that the young plants need acclimatizing to new surroundings outside of the greenhouse life is tougher and harsher. They need to be prepared. So what do, what do we think about that? So using your word that you've loved to use mm-hmm. over these last eight weeks, pivot. we're going to pivot mm-hmm. to discipleship. Yep. So, you know, as believers, um, wherever we are on our journey, we never, ever have that kind of greenhouse experience. We will have never had that greenhouse experience, will we? No, because 
as soon as we're either seeking God or we've become a new believer or then we're on our journey of, of faith, um, we we just, we're exposed, aren't we? Mm. Just, we're always exposed we're, to we're, the outside we're, in other, world. In other words, yeah, in other words, we're exposed to things that might uh, not be the healthiest for us too much, too, mm-hmm. too fast. Um, so when we say we're exposed to things of the world, um, we, we may be talking about things that, will challenge us in, in what we've in what we're growing in or what, what you know what we've started our journey on yeah so those environments um, include like our home environment so we may became we may become a Christian but our home environment mm. isn't yeah yeah and um, yeah. we're not surrounded by Christians at home like you know when you mm. became a Christian I, or you're growing up you weren't in a Christian environment no, were you no um not certainly not a practicing kind of Christian environment anyway yeah yeah. And then, you know, you think about um, your school or college or work environment that you might be in. Generally speaking, those aren't going to be environments where there are solely Christians around you. So yeah. that's going to, you're going to come there's, up, there's, up there's against. There's going to be challenged to what, challenge, you, what, you're, yeah. what you're believing, isn't there? Yeah. And then there's just kind of wider society that we're part of. Um, we are going to come up against people who... Uh, think of us as a certain way as Christians. Like yeah, so you if were you saying say you're earlier, a Christian, you say you're Christian, and all of a sudden they ha- they assume things about you yeah. that that might not be right or accurate. Or they may, you know, they may believe something completely different to you. So we, you know, we're never sheltered mm. from you know in the greenhouse environment. So um, yeah, do you want to say? Yeah, about- yeah, yeah. Well, well, listen. I, in terms of that kind of challenge, you know, where where we 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 need to. We need to know what we're standing on. We need to know where, where we're firm and, and, mm. and what we believe because we will be challenged in some of those, a lot of those areas. And I don't probably need to spell them out to you, but there are certain areas in a traditional Christian belief that uh, uh, the world right now is, it, particularly mainstream media and what have you, is is saying this is this is the way it is. This is the way it should be. Uh, and if you think differently to us, you are intolerant and you're a bigot. Um, and... I, f- I find that quite surprising. So let me give an example. My, my eldest has been challenged at school of late. Now, she's not shy in coming forward about her faith and about what she believes. Um, but at the same time, she, she's always said that she wants to love people first and foremost. She wants to be, to know, be known what she's for, not what she's against. Um, mm. and, uh, but that hasn't stopped her peers essentially bullying her for a little while uh, at school and will continue to do so and and saying things that she, and, and speaking against things that she believes in uh, and therefore rather bizarrely flipping that thing that they're accusing her of being you know intolerant of certain ways of, of living your life or uh, uh, or be, even being a bigot in certain ways um, they're actually being that to her they're being intolerant of her religious views and and not prepared to accept that she might have a different opinion to them but that's really hard isn't it it's really hard when your peers and maybe even some of your friends um throw this stuff at you that isn't really reflecting what you are inside you're not that isn't those things that they're talking about aren't the things that eat you know that um she thinks about every day every minute of every day what she thinks about every minute of every day is how can i share the love of christ with people in a way that is is gracious and humble um uh, you know, it's it's so, it would be so easy for her. It'd be so easy for us, and probably mm. so easy for many of you to um, just agree with the present kind of zeitgeist uh, of of, go with the flow. of the culture that we're yeah. living in. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Go whatever's popular, whatever's you know uh, agreeable. Um, 
you know, it's it's just we can show off those those shackles of scripture and and ignore them or or, or work around them so that they begin to say what the world wants them to say rather than what the actual scripture says. Um, and listen, here's a, here's the thing where I, where I get really challenged by that because just because something seems right for the for for uh, kind of the wider culture of the world at this moment in time doesn't mean. It, it's it's right for all eternity. I'm sure we can think of cultures and things that have, you know, arisen up in the past, even in the in you know in the recent past in certain countries where you know there was a way of thinking that that's what we should be like, that's what we should all do, and it didn't turn out so well, did it? Again, I'm not going to go into details, but I'm sure you can think about those. Just because it's popular doesn't mean it's right. Um, it says in, go on, no, yeah. go on actually. Should I read, uh, so Romans 12 verse 2, and we actually referred to this last week, mm. but it says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. So we are not meant to conform to what is the buzz things going on in mm. culture, the buzzwords, the buzz topics, and and conform to the patterns of our world. But we are meant to be different. It we says, are living says, a different life. It says it right here in Scripture, and it says in lots of other places as well. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. Because what we're, we're stressing. What we're called to do is live according to God's will, live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. It's not in the eyes of the world, is it? It's in his eyes that we beautiful. should be beautiful. Yeah, so so that's where we're saying it's 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 hard in certain environments, you're gonna be you're gonna be challenged on certain things. Um, come back to scripture, come back to, to Jesus and, and what does he say about these these things. Um, but on, on the flip side, there are environments that, that we, we should prioritise uh, being, being yeah. uh, um, you know, involved in. Uh, obviously, one is that discipleship kind of relationship. Where can you make that happen? Um, where can you connect with other disciples that will, will strengthen and challenge uh, us? Uh, so, for example... So, um, you know, smaller groups, um, for example, discipleship triplets mm. that is something that we began last year. That is an ideal kind of setting environment where we can go um, deeper into relationship with each other. And we, we get to know each other really well mm. in those kind of environments, don't we? Because fewer people yes. and we can actually... Three, that's the, hence yeah. the name, discipleship yeah. triplets. And uh, we yeah. can open up our lives mm. to those people who we've formed a trusting and loving relationship with and yeah. we know that they're for us and yeah. they're there yeah. you know yeah. to yeah. encourage us encourage us and challenge us yeah. um there so are other kinds of small groups as well yeah i mean we're thinking about how we might mm. do larger groups than just discipleship triplets but within that larger group the smaller larger group um there'll be different kind of things that you can share in, in you know that's that's maybe not as intimate as a discipleship triplet, but they're nevertheless important and worthy of discussion and prayer in a larger setting. It's important that we've we have environments that we can share our struggles in and our failures and our sin. We can confess our sin, and we can be ministered to mm. by yeah. each other. You know, we yeah. have. If you're a believer, you have Christ in you, and the Holy Spirit, and. Um, well, one and the same, <laughs> but um, you know, we we can find ways of ministering to each other and praying for each other. 
Um, even just today, actually, this morning, I was praying with a friend over Zoom and it was just such a beautiful time of connecting in that deep spiritual way, um, praying for each other and, and encountering God together. Mm-hmm. Um, so praying is something that should not be underestimated <laughs> and should be a part of our life together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when we're in these kind of smaller discipleship groups, we are on a journey together um, and we can follow through things with each other. So, you know, you you shared that, um, you know, two weeks ago. How's that going now? Mm. Or you told us about that struggle. How is that now? We've been praying for you in the meantime. Yeah. You know, where, where are you at with that now? Instead of just maybe touching base with each other, Everyone's you know, ad hoc. Which is lovely um, and nice, but it's not, it's not a doesn't enable you to have those kind of, you know, like you said, that those those responses. Well, what has happened about that? What are you That's not a that? journey, is no. it? Journeying together. So, no. yeah. yeah. So talking about that kind of environment, that really reminds me of when you um, were seeking God and, mm-hmm. we, and we'd met, just met, hadn't we? And you were seeking God and then you became a new believer. And those times where we were sat around my family's dinner table, um, and and you would come with loads of questions, mm. wouldn't you? And because you were you were searching for truth. That's the way my brain and works. I just I, yeah. I, I, I I want reasonable answers to reasonable questions. Yeah. Uh, and and Christianity gave me those. But yeah, certainly I was and, challenging your family with all those questions. Yeah, and I? you were and we we were exploring stuff together. And round the table, round a meal. That is such a good way to do it, isn't it? Is the best way. Um, and, um, Not that there aren't other ways of doing that in the present situation, but we can still. It's do harder that. now, isn't it? Yes, you know, yes. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but but such a such a it was a safe, secure environment mm. where you could come and you knew that you were accepted. Yeah, so yeah. it didn't matter what questions you had mm. because you were already accepted. Well, and, you know, talking about that demonstrable character that was mm. mentioned in that feedback. Yeah, what what did he what did he say at the beginning? I'm just looking for it. Yeah. Now. You know, does our authority character. come from demonstrable character? Well, listen, you know, your, your family demonstrated a loving character. They demonstrated uh, that, that they, they would receive me, even though I didn't, wasn't somebody who believed, they wanted to receive me into their family and, and help me on my journey. And that's the overriding memory that I have. Is yeah. that there, was, there was no, well, you must do this, this and this before we let you in. Actually, no, we're going to, let's receive, you know, who you are. You're going to add to our collective, as it were, while you're dating our daughter and eventually marrying her. Um, but on, you're clear on the journey. We're going to help you with that. And that's, that's awesome. Thank you, guys. Well done. <laughs> uh, if you're watching, hopefully you are. Um, and th- th- another environment that is positive for us as well that can help us, um, you know, harden us, not harden ourselves, because that seems like the wrong word, when, even when we said <laughs> that thing, that can just, you know, give us the tools and and, 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 strengthen, and us. strengthen us to deal yeah. with, with the things that the world will throw at us. Mm. Um, it's, it's quite simply a, a local church environment, being part of a local church. So if you're part of Freedom Church, awesome, fantastic. Remain committed and intentional uh, about doing stuff with, with this awesome company of people. If you're not a Christian uh, yet, I pray that you find wherever you are, and maybe if you're in Leeds, you can connect with us, but wherever you are, I hope that you're able to find a community of believers that might help you on your journey uh, of, of discovery. Local church environment is, is a place where you receive encouragement and, and, and strengthening in the word. There's, there's, a, yeah. there's a presence 
of God in, in when you're within a community. Again, I know it's difficult right now because of, of what's happening and that's why we're doing this. Um, but ideally, you know, if you can and able, are able to get together, um, you know, there's, there is, there is a, there's something about that collective environment uh, where a community of believers come together and worshiping together, praying together, hearing from God together. Uh, and there is even a possibility of deepening relationships together, or at least being able to instigate relationships that then can go deeper through smaller groups, through mm -hmm. discipleship, yeah. triplets, being, being with other believers, um, and even being with other believers in this digital environment, actually knowing that other believers are watching this with you, um, other believers are commenting, I hope you're commenting on the live chat right now, saying encouraging things to one another, um, um, you know, sharing the, the, the word with one another, you know, that's, that, that strengthens us, in, in, you know, and just helps reveal our true identity that is in Christ, and it helps promote a sense of, of family. Yeah. Um, so... Here are the few of the things that help us uh, deal with things that, that the outside, the secular world, the outside world, whatever, you, whatever the world you want, you want to call it, helps you kind of remain strong uh, uh, and, and resilient. Um, well, I, listen, that's enough for that. We're going to just spend the last few kind of minutes just reminding ourselves of mm. what we talked about over the last um, uh, eight weeks, previous eight weeks. And I personally found it, like I think we said already, challenging and 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 thought-provoking thought yeah. it's been really good to go back to those basics isn't it and, and look at how yeah. we're actually being uh, disciples of Jesus and how and and who we're allowing to disciple us as well as who we're discipling and what and that practically yeah, looks yeah, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. yeah so let's we're going to do a recap now on on what we've covered over these previous eight weeks so week one week one was uh, choosing a container to put our seed in and recognising that we are that container, we are that vessel that God has deemed us worthy to be and that he wants to fill himself with, that is mind-blowing to mm. me. Yeah, we are those yeah. vessels, those wow. containers that God himself wants to fill us with. That's you and that's us. Mm -hmm. Wow. And um, we looked at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21, which says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, which are dishonourable, disobedient and sinful, he will be a vessel for honour, wow. sanctified, which is set apart for a special purpose and useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Awesome. That and, is us. Yeah, and then week two, we talked about having quality soil and we talked about like what is the condition of the soil of our hearts what's what are we allowing to grow mm. in it uh, do we have good fertile soil that can receive the seed of god's word so it it will grow strong in us and we talked about um the parable of the sower or the parable of the soils uh in matthew 13 didn't we yeah and week three we talked about planting the seed at proper depth and we looked at um, maturity and wisdom for this week, um, looking at Proverbs 3, verse 13. Those who find true wisdom obtain the tools for understanding the proper way to live, for they will have a fountain of blessing pouring into their lives. To gain the riches of wisdom is far greater than gaining the wealth of the world. And we talked about like knowing our limits mm. in life and talking about what we say yes to and 
you know, a stretch is good, but not to be overstretched. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. And yeah. then um, week four, we talked about uh, watering wisely and maintaining moisture. Uh, so we, we, we put that very much in, you know, our, talking about the relationship with the Holy Spirit, the living water. Uh, we talked about the story of Jesus meeting the woman at the well and, and her receiving that living water and then her going on to tell the whole village about her encounter. And that's the thing. We can all have God's living water, mm. the, his Holy Spirit living inside us, bubbling up and over to others uh, that we might meet. Week five was about keeping warm and we looked at um, the the intimate relationship that we can have with God and his people and we looked at 1 Thessalonians verse uh, chapter 5 sorry verse 10 and 11. He gave his life for us so that we may share in resurrection life in union with him whether we're awake or asleep. Because of this encourage the hearts of your fellow believers and support one another just as you have already been doing. So very much the resurrection life and that union that we find in Jesus mm, mm. and then the, the relationship we have, that intimacy with other believers and um, we looked at kind of encouraging one another, challenging each other, supporting each other, mm, didn't we? Mm, yeah. At number six, we, we, we it was a very pragmatic week, wasn't number six? Very, I, I loved yeah. it. Uh, it was fertiliser, that's what it was called, or, or nourishment. Um, we very specifically spoke a lot about the Word of God, the Bible yeah. tools and uh, for reading and understanding more of His Word. We talked about different translations, study aids, we gave you websites you might want to look at, apps you might want to download so that's a week six is a really pragmatic uh, week that that will help you just get stuck in to the word of God. Week seven was about having enough light and we talked about receiving revelation from God through his word and by his spirit Um, and also that so we we hear God's word and he reveals himself for our lives but also (coughs) he reveals things to us for our environments around Mm. us Mm. and for for the world and we are as the church we are uh, to be a prophetic prophetic voice to the world that brings change brilliant brilliant we looked at um, Psalm 119 verse 105 uh, and we also within that looked at Jeremiah 33 verse 3 yeah Cool. And finally, then last week, as we said, we talked about circulating the air. Uh, and very much so, we talked about how are we having our thinking challenged. We use that word a lot, challenge, mm. don't we? There's two words, I think, from this entire series. We use a lot of challenge and intentional. It's good to challenge ourselves. It's good to challenge others in a positive, gracious, humbling way. Uh, and it's good to be intentional about things and kind of mm. not not kind of wait around and see if something better might occur or whatever. You know, be intentional about these various things that we're talking about. So um, circulating the air, uh, having our thinking challenged and stretched by spending time with people who think differently to us, which again is you know, this week we've been talking about how we might be challenged by people who generally do think differently to us. So we need to know how, what, where we stand in our face, so that we're able to uh, um, be supported. Um, but you know, we, we do need to be in those environments because those people don't yet know Christ, so they don't yet have a relationship with Him. Um, we looked in the Bible at examples about how Jesus challenged. Uh, the people around mm. him, how he challenged their behaviour and lifestyle, their religious beliefs and perceptions and expectations. And that was really important, perceptions and expectations. Jesus blew all that out of the water, didn't he? Yeah, so loads. The, the, you know, we encourage you to go back and watch the, the whole series. 
Um, and just like, you know, when you gar- when you have a garden, you're a gardener, or even if you're not really a gardener, you've got to be so intentional. You know, if you just leave again. a garden... That's that word again, intentional. If you just leave a garden to its own devices, stuff will grow up, weeds will grow up, um, you know, it will become unruly. Um, it's It takes intention, it takes time, mm. effort and intention yeah. to keep that garden looking nice and the right things yeah. growing. And it's the same with our lives, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely. So we have some final questions for you to think about and to be, just be really honest with yourself. Mm. Um, you know, I sometimes I find myself reading challenging things and I kind of just, you know, read it. And I don't really do anything with it. You kind of um, give it a little bit of a, yeah, like a brief thing. But, but you know, you let's begin by being really honest with ourselves. Where am I at with this? And being honest about those who you are discipling. You know, maybe these are good questions to ask them. Hopefully you're asking them already. But, you know, again, we want to encourage you. You know, if you have that relationship with somebody, then they should be happy for you to challenge them with these, these questions. And for you to be challenged as well by whoever's discipling Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So... I'm just going to go through these. Okay. So um, question one, are you intentionally carving out time in your day and week to spend time in God's presence and in his word? That is the most key thing that you can do as a disciple of Jesus is that. And then have you opened up your life to be discipled by someone, by someone else? And then who are you discipling? Maybe just, I'm just thinking about it right now. Maybe God has shown you somebody, you somebody, that he wants you to be a part of their discipling journey and you haven't done anything about it yet. Um, and you know that God is opening the, up the door yeah. for that. Maybe You've they've, been, maybe they've been crying out actually for that mm. in, 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 a, in not an overtly way, but they, they kind of want that relationship with you. But for whatever reason, you, you've not recognised it or seen it. Ask God yeah, to reveal step that, out. Reveal and if you, you don't have somebody either discipling you or that you're discipling, ask God to show you. He will. Mm, yeah. Okay, question four. Are you part of a local church or at the very least a small group that is helping you to grow and mature spiritually? Yeah. We need each other. We talked about it in a previous yeah, week. Yeah. We're not meant to be isolated on our own, an island. No man in, is an island. But we are made for communion and relationship with God and each yeah, other, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, and then the fifth question, are you part of a discipleship triplet? And so we guess we're challenging kind of, if you're, if you're part of Freedom, Freedom Church. Church. And if not, what is it that's stopping you? Mm. Just look in your heart. What is, what's stopping you from stepping out and finding some other people to be part of a disciple mm. triplet with? Mm. And if you need help, get in touch. We'd love to help to try and connect you with some other people um, if that is what your desire is. Brilliant. Okay, listen, on our website, there's some really useful stuff about discipleship mm-hmm. triplets. Um, and if you so just go on to myfreedom.church there should be a tab at the top called more if you tap that and then the discipleship should be there uh, and there is uh, amongst kind of the, the kind of blurb that I've written there uh, there's a link to a booklet that you can download um, uh, that talks specifically about discipleship and discipleship triplets uh, and within that there are there's about three pages of, of quite a number of questions in in three different areas so so the first one is loving god mm-hmm. lots of questions about that loving others and loving where you live and work loving where you live and work 
they're really helpful questions um, in one of my discipleship triplets. Um, before lockdown, we were working our way through mm-hmm. and we would take some from, you know, one at a time, but from each uh, area that you just outlined. And they're just so helpful to open up conversation and then to pray into those things as well. So I really recommend those. Yeah. yeah. That is it. We're all done. That's that's wow. the Cultivate series uh, wrapped up. Um bless you thank you for all the feedback that you've given over these last eight to nine weeks it's been really helpful to read your thoughts and to be honest i think this is the best way of 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 learning together is 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 communicating together and that's why we've wanted to do this conversation mm. we wanted to do this like a conversation like we're talking and we're involving you in that in our thought processes because some of the things we've talked about over the last eight weeks or so we've They've not been in the notes. God's just laid them on our hearts as as we've kind of, you know, egged one another on in in our conversations. And so I really like this way. And listen, we'll have a number of weeks where we'll get people coming and doing more the traditional kind of sermon um, uh, digitally, obviously. Um, But I I like doing it this way. And I hope that you have found it engaging and that you're able to take things on board. Well, listen, before we finish, why don't we why don't we pray? Mm -hmm. Would you be able to do that? Yeah. Yeah, Father, thank you so much for what you've revealed to us over these last weeks. And I just pray that you would continue to water what we've opened up, what we've shared, what we've um, what we've learned about you and your word, Lord. And Lord, by your spirit, you would um, yeah, just keep revealing yourself, Lord. Keep um, revealing how we are to be your disciples, Lord, in our everyday lives. Um, we submit to you. We surrender our lives to you. Lord, help us to prioritise those relationships which are really going to strengthen us and encourage us and challenge us and provoke us, Lord. Um, yeah, where where people don't have those relationships, I just pray that you'd open up the doors mm. for, for those to happen, Lord. And I just want to pray, Lord, um, as we go into tier three of uh, lockdown mm. um, on Monday, Lord, for Leeds specifically, Lord, that you would just pour in your grace, yeah. Lord, into each individual, couple, family, every situation, Lord, that you would pour your grace in, Lord, that you would give wisdom to our leaders, yeah. um, our local council leaders and our, our government, Lord. And um, we just pray an end to this yeah. coronavirus lord that you would um break the hold of this on our nation mm. lord and uh, that we would see numbers decreasing yeah. instead of increasing lord lord um it's such a big thing that's going on so we want to pray um your your will be done on earth as it is in heaven yeah. in jesus name amen amen, amen.